This week, we talk about simulated blowjobs, sexist politicians, and how to be more ladylike. You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Welcome to the Fake Outrage Report. I am Sandeep Sen. Uh, this is the uh, podcast where we tell you if your emotions and opinions are valid. Uh, with me, as always, is the wonderful Phil Causey. Phil? Hello, everyone. How are you doing? Dude, I'm doing good. I'm, I'm happy this time of year, because you know what it is? We're a few weeks removed from the holidays now, so shit is finally back to normal. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have to worry about shopping for anybody or traveling. Oh, right. Or... You have to worry about that. You white people have to, you know, you yeah. shot. You have to, your whole December's are pretty much shot. Uh, well, yeah, basically, that's why they call it the holidays. Is because from like Thanksgiving through Christmas, all of your time is occupied. You're either worrying about family shit or doing family shit. And so now that we're a couple weeks out, I can, you know, relax and get back into a routine and, you know, start going to shows and have people tell me I'm not funny again, you know, like I was born to do. Yeah, I always kind of enjoy uh, watching watching all the white people in my life running around with their like a like a chicken with their head cut off for the whole months of pretty much November and December. Uh, my Christmas shopping consists of uh, giving cash to my niece and nephew, a hundred dollars and fifty dollars, and so that Wait, was you was like one better done. or what the fuck? Why? Uh, my nephew's <laughs> birthday is on Christmas. Oh, so you have to double down with the. Yeah. With the gifts. Uh, he the... was born at one of these, like, he was born at one of these suburban hospitals, which are super nice. I, I you know, we, I'm used to city hospitals, which are, you know, not great, which yeah. are kind of shitholes. But in these suburban hospitals, they gave her, him to my sister in a stocking. That's how, <laughs> like, there's, they, the place looks like a hotel. But, uh, my, yeah, my nephew was born on Christmas, so that's my, that's what, my Christmas what, what's shopping. What's your big holiday, by the way? As like, an Indian person? What would be the brown people's version? It's what's called Diwala or Rewala or whatever. <laughs> you've been doing your research. You've been hanging around enough Indians, Phil. Good job. It's uh, it's Diwali, which oh, you're you're okay. close. It's there. It's okay. A, it's it's like it's like October, November. That's I guess bigger, but I don't really. My favorite holiday is Halloween. I, I learned that a holiday existed a few years ago when I was trying to impress this Indian girl. Nice. She uh, she was not impressed, but she was not impressed. I'd be the yeah. fact that I even tried. Yeah, I'd at least <laughs> let, let you get to second base if I, I were a girl. No, she that I appreciate the effort. <laughs> Yeah, on behalf of all of your people, which apparently you speak for everyone, you appreciate the effort. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> if if only if I, I should so you were matched, you were on an Indian dating app. No, I was not. This was years ago. I, I know, I but recently you were matched with someone named Sandeep. Yes, <laughs> a I chick was. named Sandeep, and I I was so hoping you would go out and you would fuck her, and then you could call her Sandeep. Like, I, yeah, Sandeep, take yeah, that dick. Yeah. It was, I could send you a recording of me saying "suck that dick, Sandeep," and mean it. Yeah, it would, have, been, it would it. have made my entire year. Yeah, it, I don't know why me saying "suck that dick, Sandeep" would make you happy, but <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I like the visual <laughs> of you fucking a Sandeep, <laughs> and then me having to hear about it. So uh, now that I'm uncomfortable, let's move on to meet our guest in the room here. Yes, uh, our guest Jess Solomon. Jess, how are you doing? I'm great. I've just been enjoying this conversation here. Um, I like to. I like that we found out that Sandeep, um, Sandeep, you, Sandeep, yeah, um, would probably be a pretty easy chick to impress on a date. <laughs> you know, if someone took the time to learn, learn about, about Diwali. Your culture. I mean, I would. You know, I would. I, said I would the word let wrong, someone though. go all the way, but Phil called <laughs> it Diwala. So, I, I mean, if you would have gotten the whole thing right and, you know, maybe I'd, I'd fuck him, but 
The Dibala <laughs> second base. Second you know, base. That's, that's what it's worthy. Yeah. Okay. All right. And I, I, I'm lucky because uh, I'm white and I don't have to get presents because I'm Jewish. So I don't have to shop and uh, I get all of that sweet white privilege, too, during the holiday time. Oh, my pretty, God. It's pretty good. It's a good it's a good mix. But you do have to get eight. Don't you have to get eight gifts like socks and I, people don't really people, I don't know. There's the same kind of pressure on Hanukkah, I don't think, as as Christmas. I Somehow it hasn't hit, you know, corporate America as a big thing where uh Everybody has to Well, because Jews control corporate America. So they're like, we're not, you're not going to ruin our holiday, damn it. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Let's just, uh, let's just coerce all of these Christians to buy gifts for each other and uh, <laughs> bring all the money to the banks that we also own. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, we usually up top uh, let our guests have anything to plug or if you're doing any shows. Do uh, so you have anything that coming up this week or anything you want to talk about? Oh. Uh. God, I don't know. I don't really have much going on. I guess I'd love just people to follow me on Twitter. Yeah, okay. I, I put stuff on there. So it's at Jess underscore Solomon, S-A-L-O-M-O-N. I'll be at the Women's March, actually, in D.C. this weekend. So I'm sure I'll be tweeting about that. Okay. Tune in. Do you have that's uh, going to be a, that's gonna be an that's interesting gonna be trip. Interesting. I, just, I only just, and I haven't even read it yet, looked up a list of things I should bring to a protest. You know, I'm very worried about tear gas what's going to be anything. on the news this week. Because you think about, you have people who are there to rally for the inauguration who are like hardcore Republican, like biker rednecks. And then the next day you have the event that's like hardcore lefty feminists. Yeah. And I feel like putting those two people uh, in the same place at the same time is not a good idea. Yeah. And it's just not going to end well. I, I feel like it's going to be a full-scale melee. I think if there is one good thing that might come out of this uh, election, no matter what side you're on, is I think a lot more people are getting involved in politics and realizing you have to have a role in it. On the other plus side, I think there will be a lot of sexual tension you know, at the rallies. So there's there's always that. Oh, there's going to be some definite hate-fucking going on. Yeah. So this weekend in D.C. There's going to be there's going to be some illegitimate children that come out of these these hate fucks. <laughs> there's going to be there, there, this is going to be a sitcom right here. We're yeah, going to have like, it'll be like a new baby boom, just like a hate fuck boom. Yeah. Well, it's going to be like there's going to be a show that comes out in a few years. We should totally write this where it's like some, you know, hardcore redneck biker who like bangs some like lefty feminist because there's you know and then they end up having to raise a kid together i know i have the worst i think like it should be called like oh it's such a bad title but like purple babies is that what like red and uh i'm okay with that title red and and blue when they mix together they make purple right right different different stripes and purple babies they just listen to prince and that's (laughs) yeah and speaking of arguments that people on the left and right (laughs) would have regarding dating and relations that ties in very nicely to our outrage stories oh it does misogyny is the is the theme of today's fake outrage (laughs) report and so we'll get started right here the first story is out of utah uh students at highland high school in salt lake city utah were giving a dating assignment in their adult roles and financial literacy class, which seemed to reinforce antiquated dating rules. So uh, someone named Jen Oxborough, who was a mother, posted the assignment online that her daughter Lacey got. And it was it was about how gender roles in dating. And, and it had some advice like be, for women, be feminine and ladylike. Don't use vulgar language or swear. And uh, don't correct or comment on his personal habits. And uh, so, so, so let's back up. So the assignment was to go on a date, right? This was like a homework sort of thing. It was called $5 date. 
And so the assignment was how to go on a date without spending too much money, I suppose. Oh, like a home ec thing? Yeah. I mean, the name of the class what was the Adult Roles in Financial Literacy, which seems like a consumer ed or home ec or, you know, that kind oh, of Oh, is class. that what they call it, home ec today? Ad adult roles in financial literacy? Well, they do <laughs> in Salt Lake City, Utah, I guess. Wow. That almost sounds like a very progressive kind of a class, adult <laughs> roles, because it's not like man and woman roles you know it's just sort of gender neutral and financial Whoa. literacy sounds we're getting to that though that's true no, See, it sounds trying. it sounds good it sounds good that's they're trying they're trying right but the then title it, sounds good it had it had that it, it had those things on it and then um so the guys and the girls were given two separate sets of directions right right okay and the girl one i guess is where the outrage came from because there were some ones on there that sounded like they were written in the fucking 50s Right. Is well, that sort of, is a sort of what I'm what I'm getting at here? Right. Okay. Exactly. And it's for the boys it also suggested things like that seemed a little antiquated like uh it, it told boys to plan the date and then inform the girl what they're doing. <laughs> uh, also but why, say wait, why why is there outrage in that? That's a good suggestion. According to the student she's like, you know, women should have women should have a role in uh the in, planning. Right, in the planning. Yeah, of course. Or at least I mean if one of them plans the woman should be able to say, like, that sounds good, or I don't really like that movie. Yeah. Well, well so the assignment was bullet points for each side, right? Right. And so some of these I do want to mention are actually good suggestions. Some of them are, are weird and kind of last generation, but, like, the the inverse to the one that you just mentioned about, like, planning the date was the girl one where it was like, if he asks you for a suggestion, give one. Don't just say, oh, I don't care. And I think oh. that's a good suggestion. That is a good suggestion. Because nothing drives me fucking crazier than when I'm like, hey, you know, what, what kind of spot do you want to hit tonight? And some girl's like, oh, I don't care. You pick. And it's like, that's the worst idea ever. <laughs> it's like, because if you, we pick what I'm going to do, it's going to be like, you know, a ball game, a heavy metal concert. Yeah. You know, you come over to my place and bring one of your friends. We're all going to get high together. Like, it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. it's not going to be what you want it to be. So at least give me a hint. Be like, I want to see a movie. I want to go to a wine bar. Or, yeah. well, these are high school kids we're talking about, but. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah to your it, point, it drives I, me fucking crazy when women have no input and then get mad at what you chose afterward. So, but that that suggestion yeah. I'm in favor of. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's cool if, like, for one person to take charge and plan a date. If, like, the next time the other person chooses it, I I I haven't dated in a little while, but like when I did, I remember liking to put it on the other person just as a way to see what their tastes were. Like it tells you something about them and how compatible you are. It's, it's a whole set of data really. I don't know because of things. Unless you're, unless they're taking you somewhere that they would never really go. And they're like, Oh, a wine bar. And they've actually never been to one, but they're just trying to. Improve. Well, see, that's the thing is it, and that's why it's always good to get input before you choose where to go is because if I have no information, yeah. I don't know where to bring someone. And yeah. especially in a city like New York, where there's different themed fucking bars for everything <laughs> or themed museums or whatever, I would not know where to go right you know, right because you end up making the wrong choice in the wrong girl and she's turned off on a, because you brought her to a place that you didn't even really want to fucking go to but you were trying to impress her so you brought her there and now everything goes to hell because it's like you know, farm to table nut restaurant and she's got a nut allergy <laughs> oh this totally happened to me a few years ago actually uh, i didn't know that the girl on the date was vegetarian and oh. I brought her to Brother Jimmy's barbecue. Oh, yeah. See, that, she, that's important information. And then we sit down and she looks at the menu. She's like, oh, yeah, like I'm vegetarian. It's like, well, you could have fucking mentioned that to me. Yeah. yeah. Well, she could have. There's a lot of good potato dishes at Brother Jimmy's. 
But do you guys coleslaw. feel like if you're with on a date with a vegetarian and you're just you can't really can you enjoy your ribs and Yes, I can. You and I, as an Indian person, I'm used to hanging on, out with vegetarians my entire life. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, you don't have this problem. Yeah. Right. But I find, I, so I don't mind eating meat in front because I, I, I don't think vegetarians really care. And usually they, it's up to them to find something on the menu. And usually there always is. They're used to having like only two or three choices. That's, that's just the deal with being a vegetarian. Yeah. And um, if they, especially if they know where you're going, like if she, if you told her, you didn't tell her to meet you at like 35th and 3rd. You're like, meet me at Brother Jimmy's. So at that point, she knew she, she could have said yes or no, or that's she was probably point. cool with it. That's a good point. Yeah. But it's just. How did the date go? Um, was she, did she like burn the menu down and like walk out? Or? It went very well. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. See? So, well, this is years ago. It was, uh, well, the thing is, it went very well for one date, if you know what I mean. So that's kind of <laughs> no, how the I night don't. ended. Tell us more. <laughs> So back well, to there the you go. outrage in Utah. <laughs> right. Okay. So the, I mean, that was, that was the list. And I think it's important to mention that the, the suggestions for the girls and suggestions for the boys on the sheet, it says in parentheses from the guys. So suggestions for the girls in parentheses from the guys, suggestions for the boys in parentheses from the girls. What girls and what guys? Because these I, that's lists. That's not clear. These lists, I okay. Let me read off some of the ones that I thought were bad suggestions that the girls are, got from the guys. Some of them were be feminine and ladylike, Ooh. show up on time and be respectful. And then my favorite one, which was whatever he buys you, eat it. Don't waste his money. I have a very hard time believing that fifteen-year-old boys wrote that. It sounds like my grandmother exactly. wrote that. It's this, she told me this stuff all the time. <laughs> be be feminine just smile and make him feel like he's the smartest man in the whole world you know just smile and nod and laugh at his jokes that was like she said that all the time anyway did, sorry that, that advice still applies in 2017 <laughs> and now i'm married to a lady <laughs> uh, like, forget oh that. my poor grandma she's not around anymore and she didn't she didn't know about that she lost she actually lost her vision like the last like 10, 15 years, and um, and I did invite a girlfriend to like a wedding that she, my grandmother was at, but she couldn't see, so she didn't know like who I was there with, and everybody just kind of kept it a secret because she was already like ninety, and there was no reason to. They didn't want to risk shatter. that being the actual last. They didn't want thing. nobody wanted to kill her. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> everyone agreed. That'll be what finishes yeah. her off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she had a lot of quotes, but she loved that. Was that like, was thank a- God she's blind. Yeah, she also said that uh, one time I asked her if she wanted me to bring her a burger from Five Guys, and she said I'd rather the Five Guys. So she wasn't, she was, she really ranged in her uh, from her traditional views to her sort of dirty sense of humor. Yeah, so you're, that was, that's a that's a gangbang joke that your grandmother yeah, made. Yeah, if, it was if I can understand pretty that. solid. Yeah, it did really well on Facebook. Um, she, <laughs> Dude, I see yeah. where you get the comedy from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was definitely from her. But she had all of this traditional kind of. So she's Emily making gangbang jokes, but she couldn't. She couldn't she, be informed of your girlfriend or whatever. No. <laughs> well, in the gangbang sense, it's still, I guess, heterosexual. And if yeah. it was by five Jewish men, right? That's the only way it would have happened. The five guys are clearly refer- referencing five Jewish men. I'm sure. You know, it's a successful business. You know, it must be. <laughs> <laughs> but they serve we, cheeseburgers, which we, we, uh, we, wouldn't we, that be anti-Jewish? That would be anti-Jewish. Wait, Jewish people can't have cheese. Cheese and, and meat, meat together is uh, not kosher. Separately, it's fine. 
it's one of the it's one of the rules but um it's one of the rules that very few i mean unless you're really religious i learned that from being in new york city yeah the jewish iq here is 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 very high i find People like Sandeep know. Right. I Spe- very specific well, you, things. You learn that when you, you date in New York because inevitably you end up going out with a Jewish girl and she doesn't mention it until you're 20 minutes into the date because there's just so many people here who are Jewish. So you have to yeah. get used to it real quick and you got to learn yeah. rules like fucking on the fly. Yeah, we like people to know our rules. <laughs> Jewish girls are demanding. What are you guys talking about? The, f- the first sign <laughs> that someone's Jew- a girl is Jewish for me is that if we're getting along unusually well, and it's always the first that I'm like, wait a minute. And if she's white, I'm like, are you Jewish? Because that's that that's actually the biggest harbinger of if someone's a Jew for me. You get along with Jews. It's, I do. Would your parents get mad if you married a Jew? At this point, they would just want anyone. <laughs> anyone. They've told me if I'm gay, it's okay. They oh, just at some at, they're just praying that you know there's anyone. They want grandkids or yeah. Do you have any siblings or is it up to you totally? No, I have siblings with grandkids. Oh, okay. With kids. Well, so, then what kids. the fuck's the problem? What's the rush? Right, but they would they would settle for anything, <laughs> except maybe Muslims. I'm not quite sure. That's, that's still maybe. Bring so home a Muslim man, and let's see how. <laughs> let's see if it's worse than us. If your dad wrote these dating suggestions, what would they say? Would they say some of the same uh, things? My parent, you know, in India, my parents' generation, they they didn't they didn't date. You could you could, you could, you <laughs> could go on a maximum of oh, three dates. Oh, that's right. We've talked about this off right. here. How you're the first person ever in the history of your lineage to have to learn how to meet people. Right to ever actually <laughs> convince a girl to voluntarily sleep with him. Yes. everyone else, you know, had the had the had the, had the advantage of just getting married to them. Yeah, so um, <laughs> that's why I, I just I just have bad genes. Of, you're of you're a real girls. pioneer here. I know. I'm total. I I've slept with more women than anyone in my lineage after like two, basically because <laughs> I've slept with more than two women. Uh, the only other way that other people got laid, I think, is if they just probably cheated on people clandestinely mm-hmm. or just their wife died and then they remarried, which which also seemed to happen How a lot. far back do you have to go until it was okay to have multiple wives or was that never in your... That's not in... Yeah, that wasn't... Not Indian? Okay. I don't think that's an Indian thing. Okay. Though I don't know what happened 500 years ago. Multiple mm-hmm. arms, but not... <laughs> so right. yeah. Not wives. We just stick to <laughs> multiple, multiple arms. Multiple gods, multiple arms. Multiple arms. <laughs> So as far as the outrage goes on the uh, Utah high school thing, well, what was so, the result of this? Did this teacher get in trouble or anything? It was called to the school board's attention. They took it down uh, immediately. Um, <laughs> you don't say. Je- Jen Oxborough, the person who posted, she said, I was shocked. I was completely disbelieving that this could be a real assignment. Yeah, so they, they took it down. They, they It came from this website called the Educational Board. It was just a website that teachers would post stuff to help each other with lessons. And it wasn't approved by the school board. Hmm. Oh, so, so it was it like down. a statewide, like, you know, if you don't feel like writing a lesson, here's the one I did. Use this, that kind of thing. I think it was like for a teachers. forum for teachers by teachers to help each other out. Yeah. If you're like looking for ideas or mm-hmm. looking for ideas for assignments. <laughs> <laughs> here's an idea I had. Apply some weird dating rules. Well, here's a question, though. Is it, has the younger generation, like people below 20, have they gotten so bad at interacting with the opposite gender with like the swipe apps and all this stuff on, on the internet that they need to actually be given directions and instructions of like how to go on a date properly? Like, has it gotten that bad? Oh, I don't think young people in any generation knows what the hell is going on and how to, how to act towards the opposite sex. These are like 17 year old, 18 year old kids. They don't know how to 
act towards the other gender. But I don't think I don't think you can blame the j- apps yet. No, at, but what I'm that. saying is like you know how like when you were growing up, you'd see like a you know like like a teen movie where the guy finally got the date with the girl that he had a crush on or whatever, and he you know had a plan to bring her to the drive-in or whatever the fuck the burger joint. Like, do the kids nowadays just not even have that fantasy anymore because they're so far removed from you know interacting with people face to face? They have, they're in high school, so they're seeing each other face to face and you still have to. Yeah, you're right. And when you're getting, you know, when you, when you're getting asked, that has to, that still has to be done face to face, right? Um, A lot of it. Maybe not. Yeah. (laughs) Not all of it anymore. (laughs) I feel like Phil would just be sharing lesson plans that involve like John Cusack movies. (laughs) And like, you know what kids need today is a lot more of these, uh, these movies where people drive up to a. What I'm saying is the younger millennials killed romance. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Kids these days. Maybe we should have interviewed like a 15 year old girl for this episode. I don't know. (laughs) Are you I'll look through my Rolodex. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be so weird if like, Hey, come on, just come to our apartment with just these two guys. We're just going to, we just want to talk. We swear. Yeah. That would be the weirdest book. We just want to talk to you about dating. (laughs) I'm going to go through my binders full of 15 year old women. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no, man. no, like we're not trying to fuck you. We, we just want to know what fifteen-year-old girls are into these days, <laughs> <laughs> just for research purposes. Yeah, re- that just that just sounds. And we're gonna record it. <laughs> yeah, and then put it on the internet. Oh man. Uh, okay, so now <laughs> I, I think the time has come. This is where we vote on whether the this outrage here is is real or fake outrage. Uh, so, Phil, what do you think? Oh man, this one is really tough. Um, I think that it, depending on the context of the assignment. It could be fake outrage, and it could be just kids who don't want to do their schoolwork and are trying to be like, oh, this is insulting to women or whatever to say that to try to not have to do a school assignment. But on the other hand, I totally understand the outrage when you're telling women shit like, you know, be happy that a guy spent $5 on you and be more ladylike. So this one, I'm really, really, really split in this one. Mm. Um, I, I have We've to stump the fill. No, I have to lean justifiable outrage in this one lean legit simply because some of these dating standards sound like they were written two generations ago. And I feel like we're trying to go forward as a society, not backwards. Um, but I, at the same time, I do think that some of the suggestions are good ones. So I'm going to go like 55% legit outrage on this one. Okay. You don't have to give percentages by the way, but I'm just, Oh, okay. I'm just, yeah, I didn't know what the the standard was, but I'm really, really split. Okay. Just Solomon. Yeah, I mean, I think I think there's reason, uh, legitimate reason for for the outrage, just because it's the context of this happening in school. I don't really think that this is something that kids need to be taught in school. You know, I that's that's part of what I I feel like is is throws me off the outrage scale. You it might have been nice though when you were in home ec, when you're or at least when I was fourteen or fifteen, rather than being taught how to make like a fucking you know an apple crumble cake it'd be cool to actually you know interact with people like being taught the rules of dating not these rules but yeah, yeah. some pointers yeah as someone who has no really... idea how to deal I went to with a... the opposite sex <laughs> i mean for most of my life i would have really enjoyed this in high school because yeah. this is the only this is the only advice i would have ever gotten because i wasn't you know people are like get the dating advice from the real world but what if no you what if no one even thought of dating you until you're like 25 <laughs> Well, and then that, that's the boat I'm in too. Yeah, life, your life catching up on what everyone else seemed to to, to learn well, about. Well, that's dating. the thing is that like when I was a kid, one thing I noticed is that the the kids who had like the the popular kid older brothers and sisters, they learned how to date way quicker than the rest of us because they kind of had some pointers. 
mm-hmm. whereas the rest of us didn't. And so I think that I don't have a problem with kids getting directions on how to interact with the other gender in school and how to go on dates. I do have a problem with these directions, but not directions yeah. in general. I, I, my feeling is that there's a place for um, sexual education and birth control and mm-hmm. sexual health and, and that kind of conversation with respect to dating and ideas around consent and, um, you know, safety and all of that. But in terms of playing out a, a date, I, I just don't really get what place that has in school. I also went, you know. Well, so you're this- okay with, with a teacher teaching a kid about STDs and how to put on a condom, but not basic courtship? <laughs> well, no, I mean, because I, I think I don't, it seems really like, I think you can teach people about respecting each other and you know what boundaries are and what consent means and and that but i don't i don't i feel like it seems really old-fashioned to me and i don't it very much a gender role-ish um to have a courtship class you know um because it necessarily it's gonna probably play out in this way i went to an all-girls school though so i mean what do i know i i don't um, wouldn't it have been nice when you were 15 to learn a little bit about what how to talk to a boy or how to, when you're hanging out with a dude, what to I expect. Think, I think I, the problem for me in an all girls school was that I only saw guys in social contexts at parties and as like a dating kind of thing. We never had school. Pro- we never worked together. We never did sports together. We never interacted as like friends, you know? So that's, so I've always was curious about that experience of people that went to co-ed schools that, you know, had to work on school projects together and interact um, in, in gym and, like, whatever, you know. Because I think then you well, just, just you build just a get regular an, relationship. You just get an, uh, an erection, like, four hours out of the day for no reason. <laughs> it was difficult. Is that just, I yeah. did go to public school that was mixed gender. And, yeah, it's distracting as hell. <laughs> it really was when you're, like, a 15-year-old boy. All I remember, there was sex ed class. But all I remember from that class and still is that the image, the, they would they would have this the female reproductive system and they'd have this one image which it took me like 10 years later to understand what they were showing but it was it was basically a woman cut in half (laughs) (laughs) like i know a picture you're talking about yeah right like diagram like vertically like cut in half vertically and then you're viewing it from the side (laughs) i didn't didn't know what the hell like they were showing i was like oh yeah we're gonna see some pussy here and then they would show us this whole and it was like so you'd see like the uterus and the but it, but it, in a view that you would like, just the sagittal view cut in half from the side, uh, with one leg, yeah, know. drawn and like you know, right. crayon, not even like a. Did they make you watch a birth video ever in school? Either oh yeah, okay, that, that happened. Fun. Yeah, I, I think I missed that for some reason, but I yeah, I know <laughs> about those videos. They're really traumatic. So instead of that goddamn diagram, I would have loved to have a class like this. <laughs> yeah, so th- that's just kind of what I was trying to ask. Was like, so yeah. you're cool with with videos of giving birth in school, but like how to interact with people? That's not okay. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out where the line is here. Well, I, I mean, I'm not. I'm, it, it depends what you're saying by interact. I mean, I think that it's important for kids to understand how to be respectful of mm-hmm. each other, and and I think all of, like I mentioned, you know, like I talk about consent and and men and women or girls and boys are equal people, and you know that there aren't. I don't. I don't like this idea of like predefined gender roles that like the guy asks the girl out and this is how you court. I mean, it's also like so alienating to like anyone who's not heterosexual in high school, but something like this. 
Mm, that's a great point. But I, I just don't like, I just think the whole thing is so outdated and not necessary. I think you just, you put kids together, they're in school and you lay down some boundaries about like what's acceptable and not acceptable. I don't think you need to teach them. Um, I mean, maybe you guys feel like it's something because you're guys and you felt like you were, didn't know how to ask girls out, but yes, and it would have been nice to have, you didn't have older siblings and it would have been nice to have some direction. But I don't know if that necessarily is something that should come from um, like be a course. It should, okay. Like yeah, a courtship that, course. Actually. Like this is, this is what, this is how you can get a girl. You know what I mean? That's what it sounds like to yes. me. And I don't really see that as. That. See, I think <laughs> you were probably socially mature. And so some of this stuff is obvious, but not me. Women mature faster than guys. That's, yes, I read that's an article true. saying that like men don't actually become mentally mature till like they're like 43 or some shit. <laughs> right. So yeah, it, I don't know. Uh, I, I agree yeah. with everything you just said. I, I'm going to go legit outrage in this one, as I said, yeah, because yeah. Uh, it'd be nice to have direction and maybe there's room for some type of this thing in school, but this specific assignment, uh, assignment is very outrageous in just the way it was worded. This and I'm sure the way it was given out. out. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to be outvoted on this one. I'm going to go fake outrage. Ooh. <laughs> um, you know, I do think if people are, are expressing uh, an opinion about something that there it's, it is by definition, you can not a science like there isn't a hard there isn't hard and fast truth. Mm -hmm. um, people aren't going to agree on all these rules. And I don't think they should be discouraged from um, from having a discussion about it or like having things to start out with. Uh, like, for example, and I think some of these some of the outrage was out uh, was overdone like here's what jen oxborough the mother said i was shocked i was completely disbelieving that this could be a real assignment it's like yo slow your roll jen there's not there's a lot of other shit to worry about uh than this assignment like one of the things was that caused outrage was when they're like for boys it suggested they plan the date and then inform the girl what they're doing and it took me 10 like from like ages 25 to 35 i was not doing that and I didn't learn this. <laughs> I had to learn that shit from girls, from girls who were friends of mine, because I would be like, what do you want to do? Are you sure you don't? And it would come off really bad. And I learned that. Like, you don't just be like, no, we're doing this. But I, like now it's like, where do you live? Okay, let's meet at this place at this time. And girls really appreciate that. And I learned that from women. And oh, yeah, that, that's definitely a vital thing, especially in New York. It's like, hey, there's this restaurant I know about. But it's really great. I want to try it out. Well, yeah, I mean, me? it's not mm -hmm. a, it's the way, it's just because the way that it's worded there too, it sounds so controlling when in fact it's actually one of the things that I think women like about men um, making a plan is that it shows that they've put some thought and effort into making a good time. Right. And men do have to lead the interaction I as in a default. That's, but that's what I've learned, not from a book, but that's what I've learned from women and just with experience. And there is... And that, but that came off as not politically correct. And but I think that's exactly why things like this should be discussed. Because that, in the real world, women do appreciate that, and they do say they appreciate that. Um, if now they say like, no, I can't meet that this time. You're not like, no, we're meeting. You know. So I think <laughs> what you're trying to say, and which is something that I kind of agree with, is that when you're a young man growing up, the information that you get as to how to court women is shit information. A lot of it. You know, like, you think about what you're told when you're growing up. Oh, just be nice. Right. Just be yourself. It's like all that is horrible advice. It's the and worst advice ever. And I remember in the name of, like, being nice and trying to, you know, not, like, trying to empower women or not just just not trying to be a controlling asshole, mm -hmm. I, would, I wouldn't, I would literally be like, all right, all right, do you want to do anything? Is there a bar that you want to go to? And that didn't come off well. And I learned that then 
from from women to be like, well, yeah. just suggest a place time. If she has a problem, she can say something. But it would have been nice for you to have train wheels when you were in high school. So you're going fake outrage. I'm going fake outrage because I think that's not <laughs> bad advice. The, that the, what, that particular thing causes Some a lot of things of problems. Are good. But do you think, outside of it being good or bad advice, do you think that it's the job of the teacher and the school system to say those things and give those lessons that people normally just pick up in life and from their friends? I I think it's because uh, I don't. I guess like, I just don't really see a place for this or a role for this in, in school. Like the fact that you guys want some help in dating. I don't really see the place for that being in school, you know, but yeah, from really a teacher. You know, I agree, but at the same time. That's, it, I guess that's my that's my place where I yeah. find it weird, especially when I think about, like, the kids that aren't straight. Yeah. And like, you know, like, what, but all the different permutations of relationships. And, but back to what I asked before. Yeah. So it's okay that we've done sex ed for this many decades now, or in most schools, I, I assume they do sex ed. So sex ed you're cool with. But again, yes, so but, but about, a class I mean, on how I to actually safety. I think teaching things about safety and health are have a that's important to have in in school. Mm-hmm. Um, but not social know. classes. I think. Um, I mean, social. I guess, like I said, in the sense of like their boundaries and safety issues and mm-hmm. consent issues and all of that. Um, but you know, don't hit, don't do this, don't you know, like those kinds of things are having self defense classes or telling people what danger, what the dangers are depending on the age of the kids, like this is, these are dangers on the internet. Maybe if you're going out, don't like meet in a public place, maybe like some of those kinds of things. I think there's a role, but not like this is the best way to get a girl to like you, you know, it's, or for a girl, this is the best way to get a guy to like you. That's not actually what this class is, what these suggestions are. These suggestions are once you are scheduling slash going on a date already. So it's established that you've already met and you're already scheduling a date. Are they, is there anything about being kind to the service industry (laughs) and how much to tip? Yeah. Wouldn't that be (laughs) fucking nice? I think, um, being able to get along with people and uh, as a, as a topic, um, I think it'd be really helpful if there is like there are classes about that because it's it's something that mm-hmm. I find that I I don't do well and I really have to focus on it and I wish that I got that it was put on my radar at the beginning and like like just that book like how to win friends and influence people and how to argue properly without making people get defensive or you know it, well whatever book that is we need to give to uh, all of our liberal friends since the election right. Exactly. So wouldn't that isn't that a topic that could could be in high school? And I think this falls within that, you know, like how to how to relate to people. And so sometimes you're in life, you're going to be relating to like friends, colleagues, coworkers, and you have arguments with them or and in I life, see what you're, you're saying. Be, you're saying that it's nice if they're trying. But at the same time, these specific rules, I don't think are good things to be teaching 14 and 15 year old women because it's limiting to the traditional gender roles. It's saying be ladylike and, you know, be appreciative and all this shit. You know what what was after the be ladylike? It says be feminine and ladylike, comma, don't use vulgar language or swear. And I don't think it's a bad, it's not bad. Like, if you give the same advice to the guys, what's that? Do they say to guys, don't be vulgar and swear? There's a lot. Let's see. Don't be, you know, because I'm. They say use good man- manners. Don't for this scratch for the your guys. nuts. Table manners. Yeah. Open doors for her. Don't make gross noises. Chew with your mouth closed. Introduce her to your friends. It's a little like paternalistic and condescending, but I think it's these are like good social norms to teach each other. I think if you would um, cut out the. I guess as as a woman in comedy 
who constantly hears that women are like, why do women always feel like they have to be so dirty? And you're, and then they hear men be dirty and that doesn't even phase them. You know, it's, it's very, and I hear that all the time today at my age, you know, it's, that's where it starts. Women don't be vulgar men, you know, be polite, you know, or have good table. It's, if you're going to have the advice, it should be the same for both because it's, it's, it's already starting right there. The idea that, you know, it's okay for men to be, to be vulgar or to swear. And it's not okay for women, you know, like that, that's like that, that's not feminine, you know? So follow-up question. Yeah. If there was one set of general uh, directions for both genders, that was like a gender neutral set of directions. Yeah. That was basic politeness of how to behave on a date. And it left out some of the stuff about like the man should do this and the woman should do this. Would you be cool with that? In I school? don't think it should be about um, a date. I think it should be about, this is how, as people, we should interact with each other. I don't think it should be about men and women. I think it should just be like, we should all be polite to each other. We should all listen to each other. We should all have nice manners. We should have an open mind and accept that people come from different backgrounds and take interest in what those backgrounds are and know that people are different from us. And like like you're saying, like those ideas of how to interact, I think there's a place for that. But to, to put it, to structure it into the men, women, feminine open door, you know, dating. I don't, I don't, I don't, I think that just, it just goes in a direction that is uh, antiquated. Yeah. Just to take a little different opinion there, there are things that men should do that women shouldn't do. Like, for example, I see if I would have known to like, I should be more taking charge and planning the date. um, And that's something that women appreciate. So I don't, I also don't think it should be the same advice for both genders. But do men not appreciate it when women take charge and have the pl- an idea for a plan for a date uh, men do appreciate it but I, I think women don't women appreciate it women expect that and and it's a turnoff for them if the guys don't do that right and that to me comes from a lot of women yeah. especially like at the beginning like once you're dating it's it's totally different but right like, right right you're planning you a first date and then I, I learned this from you know not getting laid for 10 years so <laughs> i guess I, for because, most of my life really i guess i've always <laughs> sort of thought of it it's the person that's asking the person out I'm the expert like, of how to get people not to like you, and I was doing the things that I would have liked them this cheap. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, let me yeah. ask you both then. If these lists were to be cut down and some of the more, uh, I would say, offensive suggestions in this list were taken off the list and we only left the good ones, would that be less outrageous? Well, I think this is where fake outrage report comes in, is people are always offended at stuff. I don't think this yeah. stuff was that offensive. Like, if you, you could disagree with it, but... This is where like our outrage, our political correct outrage gets gets mm-hmm. out of hand. And, you know, yeah. it's, it was a good idea. I think it was a good idea. It was a good lesson. I think it's a good idea. I think it was executed poorly. And that's why I have to go legit outrage. I think it'd be good to have some type of thing similar to this, but not this in schools. And she thinks there shouldn't be anything like this in schools at all. So I don't. Yeah, I just don't think it should be centered around the the dating thing. Yeah, I think I'd keep it to safety science. OK, so two to one legit. And, outrage. All right. I've been outvoted yeah. two to one legit outrage. OK, our next story uh, high con- five, Phil, from right. across the room. <laughs> Air high five. I'll go in the corner after the story. <laughs> uh, our next story comes from China, where there was outrage at a tech company named Tencent. They had an annual dinner, and staffers put up videos online showing a game where men were standing, and they put water bottles in between their legs, and the women were on their knees, and they had to try to open the water bottles with their mouths. Wait, what? This Did was I a game they were playing? Yeah, it was like the annual company dinner, you know. What did they call this game? <laughs> it, 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 it totally looks like they're blowing the guys. Oh, well, yeah, that's where the outrage obviously comes from. <laughs> and so 
a lot of the staffers put this on put this on Chinese internet, and uh, this caused a lot of outrage in the nation. And one Chinese poster said, "What this was is the fucking purpose and the context of this? I, I was this like a supposedly like a team building exercise? I think it was a fun game. It was like a funny thing. Well, it, it sounds like, like fun, but only yeah. for the guys. That's did they go both ways though? The the video only. <laughs> <laughs> Right, because I mean, if it went both ways, if then the men got on their knees and did the same thing to the women, oh, and it was like, like, like yeah. would, like the women would have to, the men would have to then like, like peel an orange at their mouths between the women's legs or something, or, or, or just do the same exact know. thing with the water bottle. Like, yeah. you know, if it was just like a game that was played, you know, reversed by both sexes, I, you know, right. Because the video but, was only seven seconds long, right? So we don't know what else happened at this convention, right? That would. But I feel like they would have, if there was different. a video of that, that of what Jess is saying, then they would have sh- they would have made that video fourteen seconds long and <laughs> showed some women. Because that would solve the whole problem for me. Uh, right. Oh, so if there were or men that had to do it too, it would be fine with you. Yeah. Okay. Right. All right. No, because it is. Then it's just a sexual game that everybody's playing, and it's not like one is. But being... does it have a place at a tech conference? Isn't There's this what tech companies do? In the <laughs> same way that that school assignment didn't have a place in school. I mean, I think that the kids th- in high school should be doing this game for sure. Oh, but but twenty-one-year-old <laughs> programmers from China, totally <laughs> no. acceptable. No. What I, I think is the funniest <laughs> part of this story is there is a picture the, in the picture that they used in the in the news article. They showed a picture of just you know the women um, with. So, so it's with it, the men with the water bottle in their mouths. The, the in the picture they blurred out the water <laughs> bottles. <laughs> What it's, they, uh, <laughs> they they don't want to promote Nestle as a company. <laughs> I think they just they thought because it, it looks like a penis or it was it was representing the penis. They're blurting it out. They were pixeling it out, but it's just a water bottle. <laughs> so that was that was a funny aspect of this. Uh, the, my my thing is this: is it so if a woman managed to get the bottle open with their mouths, then the bottle because it's 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 horizontal at that point, it would be squirting in the women's faces. Right, I think. That's, I that, think that's part that, of the idea. Oh god, this is yeah, this is getting more ridiculous. And then they would have to more. swallow the water, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then everyone wins. Oh man, <laughs> this sounds like I a great mean, game. For again, for just the guys, let's make it a drinking game, literal. Literally, yeah. Drinking well, game. Oh, cool. put some just, tequila in there. I mean, I think again, like if it went, if the if it happened that everybody had to do it, men and women, you know, and and everybody was on board with it, and it was like that kind of an environment. I mean, it seems a bit, you know, not appropriate in a work context, right? Um, that seems a little bit of a, to be a bit of a problem, but I do, I I think it takes out the the sexism mm-hmm. if it's uh if it's the roles are also reversed backwards. Right. Okay. There are, there are two problems with this. I think is that, yeah, there wasn't the, equi- <laughs> the other <laughs> side of the, they didn't make the game. Have, like I liked, I liked the opening up an orange. I don't know why I went orange. I just I like, needed I like something that needed to get peeled inside the, yeah. <laughs> is <laughs> that how you learn to do it? Phil? <laughs> I don't know. Is In that that's the right fruit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe put a cherry there. That would have been, <laughs> <laughs> that would be more appropriate. <laughs> yeah. So one thing I think is is weird is that this is like because this is on a stage, right? Yeah. yeah. It was a bunch of cheering. Does that make it cheering. worse or better? That was on stage. The fact, yeah. Worse. I think the more making people do this in front of an audience is makes it more. I mean, I think the whole aspect it's like a power dynamic and a humiliating position to be. But in. if somebody so called people, you into their office and had you just do this for no reason in private, wouldn't it be weirder? That would be more weird. <laughs> probably. Yeah. On the, on the sales of weirdness. <laughs> would you rather stimulate giving a blowjob on stage or one-on-one? 
I think, yeah, that is a good point. Probably a stage. Okay, so stage, yeah, okay. Well, like, I guess it, having witnesses makes it feel like that that's where the thing is going to end, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to be told something and then have to go to HR and then it's like a he said, she said. There's, like, literally a whole audience of people that, you know. So, yeah, it's safer in front of an audience for sure. Now, you mentioned the power dynamic also. Yeah. Here's another sort of musing I would have about it is... It also, I think, depends on who the people in the company are doing it. Because if it's like, you know, the VP and like the CEO and the people, the women who are on their knees are like interns. Right. I feel like that makes it worse. Uh, no. Still still just as bad. But if like the women were the vice presidents and they were undoing <laughs> the bottle of like the college intern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Team. Well, that's it's, the dream right there. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's all pretty bad. It's hard to imagine how it. I can't even imagine that 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 was the case. It's it probably was the you know the men probably were equal or outranked the women. This company, which is why part of, part of the outrage. This company is called Ten Cent. It's <laughs> women make ten cents yeah. on every dollar. Yeah. This company. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they get paid. The, they, the kids get paid ten cent an hour. <laughs> oh yeah. I, is there any information we had on like the context of like? Well, okay. So this is this, this posted online. Everyone got outraged, and then one Chinese poster said, "This is a serious workplace sexual harassment." You know, other one suggested the company's legal team should intervene. For context, they gave this other. So in May last year, this is really funny. Chinese car park managers introduced extra wide parking spaces. Sorry, this is this terrible. the same company? No, this is another. This is another company, but, uh, but it was in one province. They introduced extra wide parking spaces for women with pink lines and a painted female icon on the ground. Uh, and they were, they're, <laughs> the spaces were one and a half times the normal space, and they're being tried because, according to the, the, the company, women have difficulty parking in reverse. Oh, man. <laughs> I thought it was because it, they thought women were fat. I didn't realize oh, it was. <laughs> <laughs> so their cars I are didn't, I, didn't, I thought all like Asian people are bad at driving. I didn't know yeah. that that was like. So <laughs> even in China, they have the stereotype of the bad female Asian driver. Oh <laughs> my a double whammy right there. Yeah. So I guess what you're saying is, is maybe it's just a cultural issue. Maybe, uh, oh. Well, no, I mean, because that, those issues exist here, too. <laughs> yeah, but not that flagrantly, not to the no. point where women are getting, you know, pink parking spaces that are. No, big. no, no. I mean, could you imagine if fucking, you know, uh, Pfizer or fucking, you know, some huge company did that? That would be huge news. That'd well, be, I don't understand I, why this would be outrage if you're a woman. If you're a woman, wouldn't you want if like someone gave like me or men like an extra wide parking space? I'd be like, hell yeah. You know? Yeah, well, they're, they're saying is it's not, you're not doing it because uh, it's like a you know a gift or a luxury. They're doing it because they don't believe you're capable of doing it the way everyone else does it. Yeah, whatever the which reason, I would take if they had an Indian because if there's some Indians are shitty drivers, <laughs> and we gave us an extra wide parking, I'm like yeah, well, you know, I'll take it. Oh man, you know, I mean, for sure the. That is a problem, but the the, the blowjob water bottle thing is so much worse. And it is something that, I mean, I could imagine happening in Silicon Valley, of course. If that happened, And yeah. people would be outraged about it for sure. I mean, it's just such a, it's such a man-heavy work industry. It's such a... Well, maybe if these bitches would stay out of tech and let the boys have <laughs> yeah, some fun, yeah. we wouldn't have this outrage. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, do feel like in Silicon Valley, it wouldn't make it past HR, but, you know, who yeah, knows? Yeah, yeah, probably not. Yeah, this ha- I have to believe this happened in America. People will be getting fired. 
and maybe even sued. I have to believe that. Hopefully, oh, yes. I yeah. think we're all pretty universal. I mean, I'm 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 gonna go real outrage. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Not on the parking spot though. What on the parking spot too? Or no, no, on the on the story. The parking spot was just yeah, giving just an aside. Oh, sorry, yeah. okay. Cultural example. I thought we were doing an A and a B. Yeah. I do think it the outrage is um because it was at work. Like I think if the if like even if they had like the women it, women were getting equally, it would it would be inappropriate for a work environment. Even if it was at a party, it would still be fucking weird. Even if it was just like it was a, a bunch co- of your friends a at a party. party yeah, it was like a, it was like yeah, a, that's what makes it extra strange is people wearing like ties and shit. Right. <laughs> getting water bottle blown. I mean, honestly, but that would make it a lot better if they did have a woman. A yeah, woman I of that could imagine the, having a party, like maybe not a work party, but like I could imagine. I mean, I could imagine a party where there's like a three-legged race, and then you like the team has to both do this. Like the man has yeah. to do it, and then the woman has to do it, and whoever does it faster then like throws the egg back and forth, and it's like part of an obstacle thing that's like has a dirty spin on it. Yeah. I think it could be I, like I mean. I might use this sometime. <laughs> yeah, no, no, this would be great. This is a great it's idea a great, for a house party, for it's sure. It's a great idea for a house party. Uh, is it, though? You know what? Sounds is like it? we're going to have to have a party, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to throw a party for New York City Comics. And uh, What's the budget of this? Uh, what's the party budget of this podcast? Uh, you know, all we need is some water bottles and oranges. <laughs> yeah, we need I like think two, uh, it's pretty, pretty reasonable. Yeah, like $13, apparently. That's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. I'll go with legit with you on this one. So we're all in agreement, I guess? Yeah, legit. Okay. Okay. Uh, before we go, we always like to give our guests a chance to talk about anything that might be causing you outrage uh, this week or in this current time. Any steam you want to blow off? What are you mad about? Oh, man. The latest thing I just read, I mean, and this is, I mean, there's three, four, five things every day lately, but um, did you guys see that uh, GOP lawmaker? I don't, I think fairly low level, but in Connecticut. Um, yes, pinched I a did. woman's genitals and uh, wait, wait, what? I didn't, I didn't hear about this. Yeah, I don't know what level of government he was in Connecticut. I don't think it was that high level, but he was a Republican government person of some kind. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember. And then, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, um, and he uh, he got caught on tape pinching a woman's genitals and saying like it's a new world and I'm so happy and I don't have to be politically correct anymore and. Um, and she said that she was going to report him, and he said nobody's going to believe you. And um, oh my god, yeah. And I guess it must have been there was some some camera in the office environment where they were. I think it was an office. And uh, anyways, he got arrested and uh, charged with sexual assault. And he also where did he pinch her? In her vagina. How do you even pinch he a vagina? Grabbed, I think he grabbed her by the pussy. I think that was the. <laughs> Don't make me say it's on TV. <laughs> no, we were trying to get you to say it. Uh, well, I obviously that wouldn't be, would be legitimate outrage. That's my home state of Connecticut, by the way. Oh, that story you? happened in uh, I think it was Greenwich. It yeah. happened. It was in Fairfield County. Greenwich. So, yeah. it, which is like the rich section of Connecticut. I mean, it, it's not surprising that some rich entitled old asshole he was did that. Like at least seventy. He was old. Yeah. You don't and say. He felt like his time had come back to. Bring back was that good a thing back in the day now? I don't know. I don't know. In like the 40s, <laughs> did women just get grabbed by the vagina willy-nilly and like now it's coming back? I can't. I, I honestly uh, did yeah. not it's know. It's so much I don't easier know. to grab ass or like a boob or, a boob, or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, if you're yeah. going to assault someone, at least make it fun for you. If I was going to go yeah. for a grab. Yeah, it would definitely be a boob. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, he like, mm. I think he just went like right, grab a right between her legs kind of thing uh. and reached up. Yeah. Something like that. 
So it's how now I, it's, it's how online. I, it's how so you're I outraged about that. Yeah, I mean, so now he's gonna, what happened with him? Is well, he I'm not get... outraged in the sense that it seems like he, it's being dealt with and that mm. it got caught on tape. But how many of these things don't get caught on tape? And that it's just that this, it's this yeah. new sense of um, empowerment, ent- entitlement. entitlement. Yeah. One of those M words. Yeah. Or N word. E words. <laughs> One of those Fuck. E words. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's something that's um that's outraging me and worrying me. Okay, is that we're suddenly going to have an epidemic of pussy grabbing in America? We might have that on our hands. I don't know. That's a fantastic way to end the show. I think. (laughs) 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 All right, everyone. uh, That'll end our show this week. Everyone, keep your hands to yourself. Uh, Yeah, Bill, definitely. Well, follow us online at Fake Outrage Ripped, and uh, give us that iTunes love and the reviews and all that stuff um you can follow jess solomon online at what was that again with the handle yes underscore solomon s-a-l-o-m-o-n all right until next time kids uh keep those dating rules current (laughs) (laughs) and keep those water bottles wet (laughs) that doesn't even make sense